Welcome to the PHNX Bets Daily Podcast, presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable on location in Human Hot, Bloomington, Illinois. God help me. I'm also joined, not by Shane, he's on vacation, but by Mr. Upgrade himself, Sean DePaz, here to talk a little Major League Baseball action on a Tuesday after the 4th. First and foremost, Sean, how was your 4th of July? It was pretty good. I honestly just sat around and watched baseball. I watched my my Red Sox get a win. I watched the Brewers walk it off against whoever they were playing. I forgot already. Mm. Um, It was a pretty good day. Played with my new puppy. Got a new puppy over the weekend. Oh, that's huge. Huge Pretty good day. I was just vibing. How was yours? It was good. It was low-key. I drove uh, 24 hours over two days to get to Illinois. Um, so pretty forgettable 4th of July, although we did see some, some fireworks in the cars, um, uh, fireworks on the diamond. You mentioned the brewers with a walk off yesterday. Yeah. They've kind of been sneakily around 500 over the past four to six weeks, but firmly in position again to win the central. I always consider like you get post 4th of July. We know like who the haves and yeah. have nots are in baseball. Um, you know, everybody, was vibing with like the Seattle Mariners early on. I always used to dog Shane because that's his indo facto team and they're yeah. trash per usual. They're yeah. irrelevant. We get to July. And so, and I would say in turn also your Red Sox last time you and I did this show together, I think was in May was just the two of us. And the Red Sox were not playing well. And no, they have they since not, had, no. they have one of the better records in major league baseball. What would you say the biggest reason is for their turnaround? Um, some of their pitchers have showed up. They're bullpen yesterday. Um, well, why am I forgetting his last name? But his first name is Cutter, and that's all that really matters. He had like mm-hmm. it, they had a bullpen game, and they pitched terrific. And their offense has turned it out. I mean, this was all that was all their offense was always kind of going to kind of be their thing. Um, and basically, everyone's been playing well. Christian Vasquez has been playing well. They've been getting like a little bit of production from the bottom half of the order, which is huge when you're such an offensive focused team. Um, but, like, honestly, everyone's just kind of playing well on that team right now. So um, the pitching was always the biggest question, question and they're doing pretty well. Um, and so they're they're on a roll right now. It's just unfortunate that they're playing in the hardest division in baseball. It is. It's difficult. Um, you know, I'd be remiss if we didn't briefly touch on the Kevin Durant saga. This is in yep. facto right now, the Kevin Durant News Network, PHNX, yes. as we feverishly await his decision, or really the Nets' decision. I think – if it was up to him, he would be a Phoenix Sun already right now yeah. on DraftKings. You can get him still minus 110. I think the highest that I saw it get up to last week, Sean, maybe like two minus 220. So it yeah. hasn't yeah. fallen off significantly. The Raptors now are at plus 300. Do you have concern that to Toronto could sneak in? And is that is that worth sprinkling 10 or $20 on it if you're a casual NBA fan looking to make some money on Durant's saga? I mean, it's definitely worth sprinkling a little bit of money on. Am I concerned? I just, I don't, what, what why would he want to play in Toronto like that? Right. What does Toronto have to give up that, like, uh, that they'd be willing to give up? Like, are they going to give up a Scotty Barnes? Are they going to give up a... Yeah, a I, I think Scotty Barnes is the, is the trade centerpiece of that deal. Yeah, so, but at that point, how much of a, how much of an actual contending team do you have left over um, for KD to want to go there? So I'm not too concerned about that. I think when you look at, at 
honestly, I, I, it's kind of getting a little bit of steam recently. The only team that I'm somewhat concerned about that I think has the pieces to win and also as a contender is the Golden State Warriors. Like they have pieces to give up and can still be a contender with KD being there. I don't know if he really wants to deal with all of everything that comes with going back there. I don't think Miami really has the pieces to give up. Um, I, I just I feel like the Suns are the, the best option and the most likely option at this point. But you know, it feels like it's all inevitable. Hopefully, that it comes down to the just the the, the Nets dragging their feet trying to get yeah. the best deal when they and they should. Yeah, but absolutely. I feel like every hit piece that I see on the Suns, and you need three or four teams to get involved, and you don't have the assets. That's that's people in Brooklyn trying to just sweeten the pot a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Warriors; they're plus fourteen hundred. Uh, from a basketball standpoint, it does make sense, but I just can't see Durant okay yeah. in that deal and and playing there. I mean, just like you you would basically tarnish your legacy, and and we know how much he cares about public perception. Um, I, I also think a team to watch out for. And we heard kind of rumblings late last week that they could make a play. I'm shocked at these odds. The Boston Celtics right now for Kevin Durant plus three thousand, which wow. I mean, you 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 get presumably you would get the best player in any deal in, in Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown is better than Anthony Davis. I think Jalen Brown is better than, of course, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. He was somebody that I mean really solidified himself in the Eastern Conference in the and finals. As a, as a major all-star, somebody that's going to be a really good player for a long a long time. Uh, I, I They must, of course, it's Vegas, they're in the know. Plus 3,000 for, for Boston essentially means I think that they're they're probably content. They they were burned once upon a time, giving up pieces for Kyrie Irving. They yeah. probably think to themselves, we're close. Let's just get a couple tweaks. They added the point guard, which I like. Um, I I don't know. Suns minus 110. I'm not sweating it. I, I really do feel like this is all part of the process. We were never going to get a Kevin Durant deal, Sean, like 24 to 48 yeah. hours after he demanded his deal. But, I mean, it's it's the big domino that's got to fall before we get like a Kyrie Irving trade, for instance. Yeah, I mean, I know the Suns are looking at a potential three-team trade that could land Kevin Durant and Jordan Clarkson with the Suns. DA goes to the Jazz and then Cam Johnson – Jay Crowder, Landry Shamit, two other guys, and like seven different picks go to the the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so at this point, I feel like if he does come to the Suns, there's probably going to be another team involved, unless yeah. the Suns give up basically everybody, um, which honestly I wouldn't complain about. And adding Jordan Clarkson wouldn't be a terrible addition either. So that was going to be my be next question here. for you. Are you are you in team like? whatever it takes, get CP3 Booker and Durant on the team and the rest of the team, you just figure it out? Or are you somebody that clutching your pearls when you talk about trading a Mikel Bridges or a Cam Johnson or some of these developmental guys? I I can understand being a diehard Phoenix Sun fan and watching this homegrown process take fruition, but we also saw what the team was and was not against the Dallas Mavericks, and, and they were yeah. flat out exposed because they didn't have a Luka. Yeah, I, I think... Mikael is the only one that kind of gives me a little bit of pause. Anyone else I'm willing to get rid of, especially if they honestly, at this point I I would get rid of Chris Paul. If it meant if there was a a legitimate point guard coming in the trade, Um, uh, but obviously Devin Booker is an untouchable and Mikael, I think, I don't know how much of it is just kind of like a sentimental, emotional attachment to him and how much of it is the fact that he is such a good player, but he's the one that I'm kind of, I'm a little worried about giving up. But when it comes to like a Cam Johnson or, or any of these bench guys, I'm, it's it's Kevin Durant. It's arguably a top five player of all time. I, you give up anybody you have to in that situation. 
just feels like with Booker and Durant in-house, you're a contender uh, to not only compete, but to win championships yeah. for the next you know half decade plus. Uh, uh, and you can bet on Kevin Durant odds like we just talked about via the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $100. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Sean, you want to talk to us about what you like on the diamond? Absolutely. Let's throw up my picks. Um, first, Giants minus one and a half. They're playing the Diamondbacks. Um, obviously, the D-backs won yesterday, yeah. but the the tonight they have Gilbert pitching, who obviously is always going to be a little bit of a hero because of his no-hitter on his debut, but he has not been good this year. Four starts, D-backs have lost all of them. He's given up six-plus runs in his last two starts and hasn't had a start in almost exactly a month. Um, so I, I think the Giants kind of get back on the horse and run all over the the um, D-backs. Sox money line, like we've talked about, they're they're really hot. Obviously, the, the Rays are a really good team, but they have Nick Pavetta on the mound. He has been amazing the last few months. Um, I, If I remember, they have the Red Sox have not lost a Pavetta start since the first week of April. Um, so I, I just think they're going to keep rolling, especially if they're, the bats are hot. And then I know you have this as well, but Yankees minus one and a half at uh, or against the, the the Pirates. Pirates just are not a good team. The Yankees no. are the best team. Obviously, the, the O'Neill Cruz is might be the most exciting young player on baseball, but he's also not that good. Like he doesn't he strikes out a lot. He doesn't walk yeah. very often. He's got like a two oh six batting average or something like that. He just hits missiles every once in a while. Um, and he's the best part of that team right now. So I, I just think the Yankees are going to roll all over the Pirates. They got a nine-game winner going tonight, trying to be the first, I think, the first 10-game winner in the AL. Uh, and speaking of the Yankees, I also like them, uh, minus one and a half to smack, smack around the Pirates. Uh, they're actually minus 205 right now. So Vegas likes that as well. So dabble that into a parlay if you can. And then Cardinals at Braves tonight. Uh, Cardinals took it on the chin yesterday. Six to three. I like the over in that game. Um, Cardinals are starting a rookie. Braves are starting a guy uh, that's got an over five and a half ERA. I think they're going to be plenty of runs scored. Goldschmidt, Nolan, Arenado have been hot, as has that Atlanta Brave offense. Um, so I think we get over 10 runs in that outing. Uh, for a couple tasty Tuesday nuggets here as we approach the all star break, uh, it's a fun time to be a sports fan, Sean, because not only can you have a good time on DraftKings, dabble in little MLB action, UFC that we saw over the weekend, of course, NBA odds. You can check out a lot of good stuff at gophnx.com. Become a member under a dollar for the first month you want to dip your toe, toe in, $8.99 for the subsequent months. If you don't have a membership to gophnx.com, if you're not reading the articles, the in-depth pieces from Craig Morgan, Gerald Borgay as it relates to NHL draft, MLB Suns free agency, what are you doing? But what I would tell you to do right now is become a member for the year. Just under 60 bucks, you get a free T-shirt from our PHNX merchandise locker. Go check that out now. Check out, oh, look at that fantastic uh, new tee behind my man, Sean. In stock, shipping mm-hmm. today, the PHNX locker. Um, we love it. So check it out, gophnx.com. We also love our props for today, Sean. Yes, we do. I have some very sad news about my props. John Birdie is not in the lineup today. Oh, so, no. Uh, are no Strike longer it. there. I will say that betting on Birdie in general is a, is a good bet 
if you can get this on another date, um, he where's my his 21 stolen bases since June 1st. And he the last time he played Cindergard who's pitching for the Angels today against the Marlins. Um, he had four stolen bases. So yeah. uh, and Cindergard gives up a lot of stolen bases and this was plus money. So it would have been great if you could get it. But to make this at least we have something to make this Miami Marlins game interesting. Um, probably the leading NL Cy Young candidate, Sandy Alcantara. Over 20 and a half outs recorded. He has hit this over in 10 straight starts. Um, I, the Angels are just not a good team for some reason. Yep. I mean, I, they're just not good. They have great players. Uh, they have historic they have players. Great, they have two great players. Yeah. Uh, Rendon is, is hurt. Syndergaard is not prime Matt Syndergaard, but he's still pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, um, the Angels just aren't that good. It's Andy Alcantara, like I said, NL Cy Young candidate has hit that 10 straight starts. I think they, I'm not going to say that the Marlins roll, but I do not think the A's or the angels offense rolls while he is in the game. And I think he'll be in the game for a while. Pretty sure he had a complete game in his last start too. Uh, Sandy former error, excuse me, St. Louis Cardinal uh, minor league pitcher of the year. The Cardinals traded him for Marcelo Zuna once upon a time. I think they'd like to have that trade back with all their pitching problems. Here is my lone prop tonight. Mad Max, Max Scherzer makes his return to the mound for the New York Mets. He hasn't pitched since, I believe, mid-May. Uh, you're talking about a team in the Mets that have their eye on October. They're not going to force Mad Max to, to go a bunch of innings, at least as he revs it up. I think he goes under four and a half innings pitched tonight um, if the Mets are smart. Now, the Mets historically are not smart. They are, in fact, <laughs> true. Very, a very dumb organization. But somebody <laughs> that they've invested in, a premium uh, you need to have him out after three innings for Max. So that is my prop tonight. Uh, check us out later today. We got some uh, ASU talk with the uh, conference realignments. What's going on with everything ASU related? Are they going to end up in the Big 12? That's that's the rumor that I somebody yelled at me on Twitter about this morning. Yeah, I think they might. I don't have any knowledge of it. I don't want to sit here yeah. like a reporter and say that I know they're going to. But when you look at the landscape, What's happening to, to college football? It seems like their best option, and I think if you stay on the Pac-12 at this point, you're just you're the, the band on the Titanic. You're just going down in a sinking ship. Like play it, the violin, yeah, yeah. You're just you got to get out while you can. Um, and I think the Big Twelve is really their only option because they're not they're not good enough. They're not a legit a big enough program to end up in the SEC or the Big Ten. The Big Twelve is kind of a little brother of those two, but definitely a big brother of the that big Pac-12 at this point. So I think it's probably what's going to end up happening. Um, if it did happen, I don't think they would probably go in twenty twenty four, summer twenty twenty four, then make that switch. So um, we'll see. I don't know college football. It's or college sports in general. It's a, it's an interesting time. I would bet the hell out of a Big Twelve that had a pod one consistent of U of A, ASU, BYU, and Utah, and then there's another pod that's got like Texas Tech, Kansas State. It just that just feels right. It's and yeah. I wouldn't consider that a mid-major. I would consider that a, a still a power five. You've got West Virginia, U, UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, I, Houston. There, it's interesting. There's some interesting nuggets going around. Be sure to check out Sun Devils. What time is that program on today, Sean? Um, we have an audio. It's audio today, so we'll we'll record at 1. So probably look out for it around 2, 2.30. We'll get it out there. Who would have thought middle of the summer you guys would be talking about conference realignments with, yeah. your, with your university. <laughs> Did not Fun see that times. Coming. Didn't see the USC UCLA thing coming and didn't see this coming. I'm just happy for the content. 
I would love some content. I would love to talk about <laughs> Kevin Durant or conference realignments on PHNX Cardinals live today at 4 p.m. We don't have those things to talk about, but myself, Frank, Sammer, Frank Sanders, former Arizona Cardinal wide receiver, we're going to rank our top five Arizona Cardinals, regardless of position, heading into the 2022 season. Check that out, 4 p.m. today. We are live, baby. We are back following the 4th of July. This podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. What does that hooligan say? Peace, love. Peace, can't love. say P- Can't say PRA anymore. How about... And- Peace, love, and innings pitched.